met this six-year-old child in this blank, pale, emotionless face. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Welcome to another episode of Scrunch's Realms. I'm your tonight, yes again, it's honor to be welcoming uh, one of our extraordinary returning guests for part three of her journey. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome one of our own natives, Danny Dent. Now then, Dana. Hiya. <laughs> nice to be back. Yes. Uh, been too long. You know, it has, yeah. It does seem like quite has, a while. Yeah. I was trying to get my head around what I've said and what I haven't said, you know, and it's not yeah. it's not easy to kind of focus sometimes with all the details. But I did listen back to a couple of the episodes and, and uh oh, that got it in my head. Three, we've done three actually. Absolutely. apologies. You've just thrown me because we've been talking about food. This is means we get me fucking tea tonight. Uh, so. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this is the fourth episode. Yes, um, sorry, the fourth. So yeah, Danny's just manipulated me to get in um, fish and chips from tea tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, enjoy. I can't wait. I'll have a little bit about like. Milk roll. Milk. You get that one. Yeah, black bill milk roll. <laughs> yeah. um, what is black... that? <laughs> it's uh, Warburton's black bill milk roll. It's like a it's like a weird round roll, um, quite thin cut, and you can have like this. How I look at it, it's like the equivalent of having a couple of spices because it's like hard low. They're not that big, but. Oh, right. So that's a northern thing, is it? I, well, I'm presuming so. It must be. Yeah, I've never heard be. of that. You get, have you heard of what? Do you get Warburton's right down there? Get what? Warburton's. In the shop, yeah. Like in, in you know, in a pre packed. Packet, you know, plastic bag, but we don't. That's all I know about Warburton's. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have the stuff that you have up there. Fucking hell. Oh, it's crazy, isn't it? I know you um, Northerners have specific stuff, don't you, that you eat? That I mean, it's yeah. not so much yeah. like that here. It's we haven't got us, I mean, apart from Cornish pasties that we were talking about earlier, but um, oh, yeah. I can't think of yeah. anything that's really particularly Devon, or apart from like cream teas, of course, that's a Devon thing. But apart from that, I don't really know what, what I else. love scones and, and, and like, um, wow, yes, yeah, but not, uh, I'm not a mind to tea. 
mind state thinking team no 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 i mean yeah i'm guessing you have quite a lot of things that we don't have i don't know it's um like a zoo up here at the minute <laughs> why it just i don't it's like for me you know, it's just my opinion. This, but uh, it's not the same um, Britain as what I grew up in. If that makes any sense, yeah. Well, yeah, totally, it does. Because nothing like when I grew up either. <laughs> Even no, less so. Um, I mean, you know, I'm yeah. ten years older than you. I'm more yeah. fifteen years older than you. Sixteen years, fifteen years older than you. So yeah, it's completely di different to how I grew up. That's for sure. You're sixteen years older than me. Yeah, you're what? How old are you? I'm seven. Oh no, I'm not. Then I'm um twelve years older than you. <laughs> twelve years older. Well, uh, me, me, uh, me. I'm an old biddy. Lee. <laughs> no, but yes. An old crone. Fucking hell. No, I don't feel it. I'm taking the piss because I'm really not like that. <laughs> and, and oh, you like, um, you sort, sort of don't know, right? Like, my, my big sister, Karen, you're like, it's the same age as her, so. Oh, I, right. I, grew, I grew up with a big sister. She's like my mum. Yeah, I've got a big sister as well. I've got two yeah. big sisters. Oh, have you? I'm the younger brother, yeah. yeah. So you come from a family of four, like me, then? Yes. Um, Are you the youngest, then? No, um, my brother's the youngest. I'm... All right. And I'm the oldest dude. Um, I've got two older sisters. So yeah, that's it's always interesting to know where someone sits in a family because, like, um, you know, you have this thing called fam, um, like family systems, and yeah, yeah. I think you know, I think the parts that the siblings play in, in in regards to each other and stuff. It's quite interesting, and then with yeah. the parents as well, you know. They can be fucked up families all, can't they? Like, I think all um, families are pretty screwed up, to be yeah. honest. I don't, I don't really know yeah, any healthy families. No. You know, I mean, my mine weren't obviously screwed up, but, you know, that was even more of a fuck-up in a way because it wasn't obvious yeah. until I got older. And then I thought, actually, you know what? My parents are really fucking weird. And then it's like, yeah. oh. It's I crazy, isn't it? Normal. Yeah. And it's, yeah. It's, yeah. It, it's, it really is a crazy thing because it, it's at the end of the day, like it's it's fucking trauma. It's very like you, you, you yeah. don't understand it, do you? Do you? Yeah. And, and, and and what's going on? But then when you get old and you realise you think fucking like I like my daughter, I, I would never want her to be scared of me. Yeah. No. You, you know, um I I, I I'm, I'm presuming that you would think the same as well. You won't. You won't. The kids scare you. But no, it's it's. No. I, I think it's a lot different back then than what it is now. Like I think it is. I mean, you know, I think that you know, I see my parents. I mean, they're both dead now, but they would be 
like in their 90s now and yeah. you know they were you know they were they were from the east end my family all east enders and um you know they grew up they were evacuated so they went through the war and you know my dad talking about yeah. that how they used to get under the table when the bombs came and stuff you know and he was a kid yeah. and i think yeah. all that trauma that they went through and the poverty particularly in the east end because it was very very poor i mean my mum never had shoes you know and they because they were so poor they had to repress the trauma of all of that for many for a couple of generations really um and then it was my generation that, as you know, particularly as I went through, like, you know, by the, the 60, you know, I was born in 64. Um, by the time I got to the 70s and I was growing up in the 70s and early 80s, you know, things changed radically. The music, you know, you know rock and roll, yeah, you had, yeah. you know, the culture was, uh, there was a massive shift, really, from my parents' generation to mine. They they couldn't they couldn't relate to what how I was or my siblings were because it was so removed and they didn't understand it and they they thought that well they kind of demonised us really they didn't yeah. they just thought we were time wasters and blah 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 but really what it boiled down to was I was so traumatised by their behaviour and the stuff that they never processed that I couldn't function and. You know, I think my dad, you know, before he died, I think he understood that because I didn't see I didn't see my parents for 16 years. And, you know, I, I think it hurts so bad because your parents do love you, whatever they do, you know, that you're their kid. Um, I think, you yeah, know, yeah, sure. he, he realized what yeah. what why that was. And, you know, I think it, it was heartbreaking for him, you know, but it wasn't it wasn't their fault. But. I had to process all their shit. You know, my mum had nervous breakdowns. I was the one picking up her life when I was breaking down myself, you know. And and my generation, we, we you know, there, there was a beginning of the mental health. Like I said, said in the first episode, you know, when I went through my psychosis and I was chucked in yeah. that loony bin, literally. And I mean, I was absolutely terrified they were going to electrocute my brain. You know, I really thought they were going to do that, but they didn't. Um, so I had to process all my, all my family's, you know, I was a scapegoat of the family. I process everyone else's fucking emotions for them. You know, everyone else was in, in denial and I was the empath and I didn't know what an empath was because it didn't exist then, you know, and I don't like words like that because I find them a bit sort of like, yeah, I know what you separating, mean. you know, oh, I'm an empath, you know, it's like, get over yourself, you know, but it, for the sake of describing what it is, you know, that was what I was. And, you know, being a sensitive person, it's very hard to function in a family that isn't acknowledging their emotions or their, um, their bullshit, you know? Um, yeah. So hence why I think I went psychotic. I just couldn't take any more. And, and yeah. you know, like then, right? It's like, um, it's like we were saying before we started recording. It's, it, it, you know, maybe it's right. People seem to be, um, like, like sort of have like, like addictive personalities. Oh, that's totally why, and and that's why. Uh, yeah. There's so much addiction and broken families now, and I, I really do. I believe 
um, that that's contrived by the government in order to separate oh, us. Okay. Yes. Um, you know, even back to, you know, the 60s, the, you know, the music culture and everything and the words, the the birth control, all of that. I, I really do think it's contrived. And, I, th you know, I do think all of it has been around magic and the Masons and all of that. I really do. I've, you know, I've had an interest in that for years and years, well before it all came out. Um, which is why I love these podcasts, because the stuff that, that I suspected yeah. years ago, no one understood or got it. I'd get little bits of it and I'd think, oh, there's a little bit of the puzzle, but uh, no one's really getting what I'm thinking or, or what I'm trying to piece together myself. And now yeah. it's just like, oh, this is just fucking brilliant because it's like, yes, there's people out there that get this stuff, you know, and, and the magic and everything. And and how it all works and how we've been manipulated and brainwashed um, yeah. yeah, and how fucked That's up better. it is and how we have to try to heal ourselves of it and move out of it for the next phase of, of you know, of revelations, really, you know, not being biblical, yeah. just as in the word revelation, because that is what's going on. And there's definitely like a separating of you you can't sit on the fence now you have to choose a side you either fucking on the dark side or on the light and you you've got to work towards the light if you sit on that fence because i i don't know what's going to happen but i i think that if you don't move towards changing your behaviors and your conditions that if something happens and there's some sort of an apocalypse or virus or something like that the people that haven't tried to be different may end up in some kind of abyss somewhere for a long long time you know that's what i think will happen yeah, yeah. yeah. but those that I, have chosen to be free and to move forward they will get a, you know they will be able to do that in some form or another you know yeah yeah i, I, I sort of get that it's like we're all different, aren't we? Um, I mean, you could, I guess, dark can be used for, for light in a way. It depends on you have to know. Time. You have to know your duality. If you don't know your shadow, yes. and you don't know the yeah. darkness. I mean, I've been to the darkest, as I've said in my, you know, yes. the podcast, the darkest, deepest, nastiest shit you'll ever experience. Really, I have the things that I've experienced is just the the pits it really is I, I i was in hell you know what i mean but yeah. without having been to hell i wouldn't know the light and you know once you know both sides it, it kind of integrates into one thing that's completely different and that is that you find that middle pillar or the middle way as buddha said and that is balance and it's um it's where that's where the alchemy is. That's where the magic is. But it's not magic as in dark magic. It's 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 the pure light and and the magic of the mystic. Um, and that's oh, a very yeah. beautiful thing. A very beautiful yeah, thing. Really very grateful that I've been able to, out of all the shit that I've been through, I, I'm you know I I just think I'm very grateful that. I come out the other side and I really didn't think I would because it was so bad and it's hurt me. It's crucified me literally. It's flipped my heart into a billion pieces, this, you know. It, but... it, might, it might have done that, but, right, it's like, um, it wouldn't have got you to where you are today, would it? 
No, no, it would You know what I mean? No. no, and I know that I'm not sat on a fence now. I have, you know, people talk about God. Well, all I see as being God really is is my inner light of of self-confidence and the ability to know who I am. And once you know that, the thing that we call God that's outside, that seems to be outside, which isn't really outside, it's all one. Once you, 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 you integrate with that, then magic's around you constantly because you are it. You're part of it. There's no hey, separation. I, I don't think even were this any better. That's exactly how I would see it as well. You know, and and all this, you know, I don't like the word God because people think it's this kind of thing that's, you know, like a man in the sky, this this hero, you know, this this. And the thing is, we all. I mean, what's determined as God? What's determined as God, really? I mean, what God or how many gods? Well, how many gods? Also, the there's an absolute box on. (laughs) Yeah, there is. There is. is, Yeah, yeah. there is. And, and, you know, the one that we have in the West, which we call Christianity, can say I'm not a Christian, but I'll tell you what, every single one of us has the DNA of it within us that that is still playing out now. And that's that's guilt. That's your God for you. That's fucking guilt and fear. And that's what our government runs on. So they've actually put themselves in the place of God. And we think, oh, God, but it's not. It's them behind it. It's, it's like they're, oh, here's your God here. But you take the, the take the face away and it's your fucking governments, not your God. Manipulation. Yeah, yeah manipulation. Oh. The unhealed masculine tyranny led by fear and guilt. And I don't have any yeah. of that stuff much anymore. I still have some fearful stuff, but I'm not, I, I'm certainly, I, you know, I, the guilt for me is a big one because it's, it's, I had so much of it. I had to, I had to process that one and let go of it. And all I see there is, is the, you know, this fake God, which is really our government. And that's what yeah. Christianity yeah. is because I, that's I, what I'm they designed popular. it to be. The, the, yeah. the King James Bible. You know, it's man man that wrote that, not God or Jesus. It was man that wrote the Bible. But there's a lot of truth in the scriptures as well, you know. But you have to read between the lines. Yeah. Yeah. When when we finish talking, mate, I'm gonna send you an email of um something about Jesus. That that's all I'm saying at the moment. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Um it's well, I mean, you know, I don't get me wrong. I, I've always had this um, affinity with with Jesus. I've always felt that, and I I wasn't brought up with religion. I think I said in previous po- podcasts about that. I wasn't brought up religious. So it wasn't in my house, but I always had that affinity, and I still I still do because I, I the way I see, you know, when. In the scriptures, when it says, you know, that Jesus was made as man, all I see that was, was that right. Jesus had to process and be human, like every one of us. And he transcended. And I think he was almost like a role model for us to 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 learn from. 
you know, because finally on the cross, when he said, you know, you know, why, why dost thou forsake me? You know, he was obviously in absolute agony, but he saw the truth in the end, I think, you know, and he rose, he transcended, he ascended, you know. But as for seeing him as being like the son of God, well, I think we're all sons of God anyway, you know, I don't, I think we all have that light within us, like I say, and, you know, Jesus was just a man, you know, he was just a human, I, really. I think a powerful one, a powerful for, one. Who really knows? Um, I think that's the thing, isn't it? Well, if you look at the story of, like, going totally off topic here, but if you look at the story of, like, what happened with Christ and the Holy Land, look, it's still going on now. The whole of the, you know, the, the Bible is a prophecy of mankind. And look at all the division, because, you know, Jesus said, I've come to divide man. And I can see that that had to happen. I can see that, like, you know, all the war in the Holy Land, even now with Palestinians and the Jews, it's like that has to happen because there's something something yeah. that has to come out of that yeah. still, you know, and that's our history. That's, you know, that's the Christian history. It's it's very powerful thing because Buddha, yeah. Buddha didn't do that. Buddha just came and enlightened and then he gave some teachings. But the story of Christ, it's very political. It's very... It's it's catalytic. It's, it's fascinating, really, very very fascinating. It's catalytic revelations and everything. But I'm not religious, yeah. you know. Yeah, uh, I I struggle with it. I've told you before. You know, I think it's toxic, but I don't think it's it, religion's religion toxic. Is so, yeah. It's the people yeah. behind it. It's the people behind yeah, it, yeah, like that's saying, right. governments yeah. like like that. Um, you know, like the royals, the, the British royal family, they're, you know, they're another one. Well, they put themselves know. on God's status, don't they? They say that they oh, are God. Yeah. Did you know that? That they are, I didn't know that till quite recently, but they say that they're appointed by God. That's how massive their fucking egos are. <laughs> Did you know that? I've not heard that one before. Yeah, yeah, one's they, they say that when they get coronated. Yeah. I, I know so what. Um, sure that's the word when they have given yeah, you a coronation. Believe, the Bible is the way they are appointed by God. Yeah, that's what they say they are. Yeah, they're appointed by Satan, actually. And I don't believe in Satan as such, but what I'm talking about is that they believe in, you know, they're appointed by the demons. Well, we know Dark that. Magic. There is, um, Elite paedophile ring linked to the British exactly. royal family, so you yeah, know exactly, exactly. Don't forget, do you remember when um, Charles and Diana were having those uh, marital problem problems? Um, her called who was her advisor? Yeah. Fucking Jimmy Savile. Was he? Yes. What Lady Diana? Lady Diana and Prince Charles, when they were having marital problems, he was their advisor. Ugh. Fuck. Ugh. <laughs> I know. It's, I know. Um, that. I know Prince Charles. I know he's a friend crazy, of the royal family. But I mean, like attracts like. It's to, that's no kind of coincidence. Yeah. Well, that. well. Uh, also, um, King Charles, who he is now, 
Um, he's, Sorry, I'm not calling him Keith meant, Charles. I can't do no, that. No, I get it. It's just fucking wrong. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. Um, well, anyway. He, um, Charlie boy. He, his mentor was the dude who got blew up by the IRA. Really? Yes. On, on a boat. Because he was a nonce. They're all fucking nonces. I know they are. Uh, they're, they're, they're fucking Peter weirdos. The they're weirdos. It's just extortionate. Well, look at Prince Harry as well. He's gone on all this woke trip, hasn't he? Have you watched uh, those documentaries? Because the they're in. I, I saw oh, contrived. I can. It's all contrived. Yeah, it's I can. Be. I can. This whole week, <laughs> this whole woke thing that he's doing and marrying a so-called black woman who's not black at all. She's the cousins. <laughs> Their cousin, she, she's, uh, um, she? she's related to uh, Robert the Bruce. Is she? She is, yes. Their cousins. Fucking Illuminati <laughs> then, Templars. Then it, their cousins. Uh, yeah, the plot thickens, doesn't it? Oh, that one? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's... Uh, it's, oh, yeah, it's fucked yeah. up, but I, I, I love it, <laughs> you, you know. Well, so do I. I find it fascinating, because the more it you is, face those yeah. bloodlines back, the more you just think, oh, my fucking God, this is just hey, unbelievable. Do it, do it. A lot of them are inbred to the, the royals. They're what? A lot of them inbreds. Oh, yeah, they are, aren't they? That's what they do. Yeah, yeah. They want to keep the bloodline, don't they? And what bloodline are they actually keeping? Well, is it the... The Nephilim one, then, is it? Or the Raphaim one, is it? You know, because they kept that truth from us, didn't they? But if you trace it back far enough, that's where it goes to. Flood the Impaler and all that, well, from what I'm hearing. And, and it's like... It you goes know, back before that. Yeah, it goes back, goes back that, yeah. right but to I, biblical times, doesn't it? You know, it's all biblical. Even it's before all... that. Even before that. Um, who knows how long it goes back to, but... I think a lot of these now, the delusional, uh, so much delusion in the fucking world, um, especially with people like this running it. That's the problem. Well, they they want to keep us in the dark, don't they? So they're going to, yeah. you know, I think they know full well, that you know, the Masons. I mean, I, I perhaps pick up my storyline here because I've had some funny things with some guy that I met on a dateline that was a mason, and I'll I'll bring that in in a bit. Really? But yeah, I mean, it freaked me out a bit to be honest. I've had some funny things happen to me since since I I left my husband, and I'll pick up the story about all the weird things that happened to me after because like um you know after I had those experiences um and i left him you know my life didn't get yeah. any sort of normal it didn't become normal even all of a sudden even though he wasn't in my life anymore um because when i when i hit the monastery um and i stopped drinking um my mind because we we're talking about this before before the podcast yeah. but my mind just kind of opened because I wasn't taking anything for the first time in since I was like 15 you know I wasn't smoking I wasn't drinking nothing and I started meditating it's like my brain's like oh what the fuck is this you know um and I you know I'd sit in meditation and, and I'd have like 
people coming to me like you know I'd see their faces or I'd um they'd talk to me like I'd have monks sometimes that would tell me things um one of the the head of the forest tradition master who's dead long dead he he just came to me and said one day um oh you know isn't it great when everyone's meditating because they should just be quiet like you know and I'm like what (laughs) you know um and I had I sat in meditation once and I had like this this guy and he, he, he I think he was from about the 1930s or something because he had that 1930s sort of voice that Harry Enfield used to take the piss out do you remember that <laughs> Harry Enfield yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, um, he was got him on it yeah he was he was got Harry Enfield yeah and he had this voice like that and um he um he told me he just showed me this like tray this silver tray and he, he said he saw himself in it and that's how he became he became enlightened and i'm like where the fuck is this coming from like you know yeah um yeah. and then the same guy i had this really weird thing where i woke up in the morning and my eyes went behind my head and i saw like this checkerboard black and white checkerboard and there was like a I don't know if they were were pillars or whether it was like a there was a big entrance like a foyer and a big door and this guy was calling me through and he was saying come come through the door come through the door and I was absolutely terrified I'm going no 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 I'm not it was it was odd it was really weird and it was now, anyway, I, I didn't go through the door, obviously, because I don't know what was behind that door. Um, you think? You think? So, sorry to interrupt. Do you think um, possibly you might have been hexed and some sort of mind control uh, attachment? I don't know. I don't know because I often be... thought, like, I don't know because all the weirdness that I went through when I was younger and that and the psychosis is I've often wondered whether there was something more going on with me than than meets the eye and I I, I really don't know but obviously that checkered board that floor like that it's very masonic that's a big one in it yes yeah very yes. masonic I love that only but it's also very archetypal but I I don't know it's very odd that and I do wonder whether actually he was I don't know, maybe not a good spirit or something. I don't know. I did wonder that. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, these these experiences that I had, they didn't stop. My mind just, for for about a good nine months, I think those sort of things went on. Um, And I think, Jesus, you know, what, what this is, is that, like, because I because I had the psychosis, right? Yeah. I had already been blown apart then. It was just that when that happened, I had no grounding. I was I because I was mentally ill, I had no footing on it. So it's like it got worse. Did it get worse? Well it's like it's like you can't 
It's like you go into this sort of collective unconscious that Carl Jung talks about. And because you're not strong and strong and grounded in yourself, you can't you can't you can't navigate it, right? So what happens is you get lost in it. Now, when you yeah. heal and you practice like meditation and you do a lot of healing and stuff, what happens is when you go out there in the collective unconscious, you can stay you can stay grounded with it so you can channel it it's like you like i said to you earlier like when i first went to the monastery all my emotions were just spewing out everywhere i was very kind of i'd be laughing for ages over really silly things like i'd done loads of mushrooms or i'd be like crying loads or i'd be like just talking non-stop i couldn't stop myself and then eventually yeah. what happened was it it started to slow. But at that point, I, I got myself the tarot deck. I went into town and I bought oh, yeah. my tarot deck because I thought I I'm, I'm really need to be doing this now again. And when I started to read it, it was just all flooded in, all the archetypes, the sort of symbology and everything, just all flooded in from that place. And I was able to read it in a way that I've, you know never could before it was it was just like this magic just sort of happened um and then as i started to read for my friends it was very fast at first and then slowly but surely i learned to pick out the bits that i needed to pick out and to channel it back to people and to allow them to interact with that as well so that it wasn't too manic for them if that makes sense yeah um and little by little it all kind of calmed down really and and you know that's that's what i do now you know with tarot it's like i can i can take myself to that collective unconscious with symbology with archetypes with you know greek pantheon with different archetypes as well like some of the hindu stuff if i yes. read it and I, I know what it's about just naturally um, and I'm able to kind of see the symbolism and understand it. You know, I can I can channel dreams as well. It's like yeah. if I have a dream, I know exactly what it means, and I can help other people channel their dreams um, because I I know symbology now. It's like it, I I didn't know about it before. It just kind of happened, um, and I yeah, see that that's. Huge. It's huge it's symbology. Huge, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I mean, like, like it's like, um, like the the recent tantric pantheon, like that that side. Of the, uh, the, oh, that's um, amazing! That it's incredible. Uh, I yeah, mean, Jen, amazing. I Jen love it. Yeah. Fucking. Oh, he's he unreal. kills it. I mean, he's just. Brilliant. He is. He is unreal. Um, <sighs> he's a, just unbelievable. He is, just, yeah. Just to watch him just grow. Uh, and, and, and I love everything. those stories because I can, I can see right to them and what they mean, and I can, yeah. like, see the bigger picture of it all, and it all just slots into place for me. It's like I can just see. It's like I can almost see. You know, when you do a trip and you can just see how everything works and it all slots together. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Is that's how my brain yeah. is? Yeah. That's how my brain yeah. is, and it's like. Like I say, when I was psychotic, it was all just jumbled up and all kind of like just messy because I wasn't 
in yeah. it. I was I wasn't there, you know, um, which is why I could never really do anything too hallucinogenic when I was I was younger because it just messed with my head. I couldn't I couldn't ground myself in it. Um, yeah. But obviously I'm okay now. Um, but you know I think really that's all mental illness actually is. And I I you know I think it's you know men, <clears throat> mentally ill <throat> people are just unhealed psychic people and very sensitive people. And our society doesn't really know how to help people like that really we're very infantile when it comes to mental health and what actually really is going on and they just give people yeah. drugs and then they they stay mentally ill all their lives because they're not they, the brain can't change like i said to you earlier if you suppress how are you going to move yeah. through that and heal you're not you're not going to be able to you know um which is yeah. why i had my you know, and I call it an awakening because it was, it was a massive awakening when I was at that monastery, you know, everything just slotted into place and it's like, fuck, I can do all this stuff, like, and I know all this oh, stuff shit. and I don't really know where it's coming from, you know? Yeah, um, you, you know something, I, I'm sorry, right, but I've got to just mention this, but you, you've mentioned this triangle. What triangle? Is, is it a lake? Or, or, or somewhere, somewhere around that down your way, um, a, a triangle. I sent you a map, didn't I? and you said it was. Oh some yeah, sort of yeah. Yeah, but oh, what, what, what's that? I, don't know what that? I don't know what that is. I used to live there. What's it called now? Fucking hell. Um, it was a Devonia Triangle or something, wasn't it? Something, yeah, it might be it something like that, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. It's a funny yeah, sort um, of area, yeah. that. I mean, it is very... When I first lived there, I was like 17, and like, it... God, it was so parochial. It was just bizarre. <laughs> really, honestly, it was. It was like back in back in the time, like, you know, and like, uh, I came uh, from uh, London, and, and going there, it was, it was like 100 years behind. It was well weird really weird oh, yeah i mean i'm not into london myself i'm northern like but um well I, I, you know if you've come from london and then you suddenly hit parochial place like that yeah it's completely different than up here it's, well it was like one bus a week then you know it was so behind it was just bizarre to me that. you know because i i came from you know London, you know, it's just yeah. very strange, just the way the people were as well. They're all in your business and that, and they're still, you know, it's still a bit like that, but it's not, it's very different to London mentality. I mean, we're all in our ivory towers in London, you know, nobody talks to anybody. It's very sort of, you know, it's, it's, what's the word? Um, it's not very familiar, do you know what I mean, at all, London? Yeah, it's like it's like up here now. It's um it's I mean it's always been like very territorial, if that makes any sense to you. Yeah, London's just nobody talks yeah, to yeah. anyone, they're all in their own worlds, yeah. they don't look at you. It's far, it's always been a bit like that. I mean it's terrible now. Um but Devon you know, it's it's much more parochial, and and everyone's in your business, and they all know everything, and they want to know, and all that kind of. I don't like that very much because I am a Londoner. I'm quite reserved, really, um, and because I've been a traveller, like I said, I don't really know how to 
I don't know how to engage with people, normal people, very well. Really, I I just don't like it. Um, yeah. I just. Yeah. I, I mean, I can if I'm in a one-to-one in a counselling situation, it's fine. But like, if I walk out my home and the neighbours are there, I'm like, oh my fucking god, they're going to talk to me, and I don't really know what to say because oh, I'm a neighbors. I'm a freak show according to them. Like, you know, I'm just a freak yeah. show. So. I don't yeah. know how to be with that really very well. Um, yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, I, well, I don't know what, how can I word it. Um, they're not like us, are they? No. The no, no, they're not. And um, I, I, I don't like the way that they're nosy. And, and I've tended to be a scapegoat in my yes. life for people tend to they tend to target me and you know I'm not someone that's just going to take it sitting down do you know what I mean I, I, it's not that I'll react but I yeah. you know it's yeah. like they'll wish they hadn't really done that to me if they really persist they'll wish they didn't because I can be I know how to handle people you know and they won't no, they won't know where that comes from and I've learned that from my children's father because I watched him do it with people you see and I've got this way of being that I learned from him where people if they try to fuck with you you can it's it's kind of magic really it's like it's like when you can reflect back how they are it really freaks them out and they and they don't like it but it's like if you're gonna fucking poke the hornet's nest then expect to get it back and I, I don't I don't want to play like that. I don't want to do that. But if you're going to actually get in my life and try and cause shit for me, then you will get it back, you know. But, I mean, fortunately, I've not had so much of that now because I live in my own place now. And yeah. um, I don't know, maybe some of that's just gone out of me. You know, people don't treat me quite so scapegoaty anymore. But I've had so much of that to the point where I can't work with people because they always target me and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Here it comes. It's like they're going to they're gonna put their hand in the fucking wasp nest and they're going to regret it. They're going to regret it because they cross yeah. me. And I, you know, I look, I look someone in the eye and really straight and I'll say I can be a really fucking big cunt. And they'll go, oh, my fucking God, I didn't realise she was like that. It's like, no, you didn't, did you? Because, like, I'm the nicest person you'll meet. I'll be very helpful. And you'll think that I'm passive or a people pleaser or something. So you think you can take the piss. And then when you push me far enough, you realise, actually, I'm the complete opposite. I was just being yeah. nice. Because that's you how know, I am, actually, you know? You, you know, right, it's like, I think a lot of people now, because of that fucking backwards, they, they, um, it's like they'll, they'll look at kindness as a weakness. Yeah, they do. But, they uh, do. They, you, you just don't realise um, what somebody else has been through. No, they don't. And they don't and understand. The thing is, they, they don't. don't understand when, as well, when someone's healed themselves, that, that's like, you know, a lot of how my husband was rubbed off on me. And, yeah, yeah. you know. It's like when you... When, when, when you've been fucking already um, broken, 
Yeah, that's right. It is. I've been broken, <laughs> and and how he was rubbed off on me, and it's like I know how yeah. to, I know how you know how Dan, Darren Brown, Dan Brown is the mentalist. Oh fuck yeah. You know, I, you know I, that's how he yeah. was. Yeah, he's Darren like, Brown can, like that, yeah. Well, I can, I can make people do things like that. I can kind of, you know, I can manipulate them if I want to. Do you know what I mean? Or I can reflect back how they are and they won't understand it. They won't understand what they're seeing in themselves and it will frighten them. But if they're going to come at me, then that's the only way I can actually protect myself. I've, I've learned how to do that. Now I, I don't I don't manipulate people, but I will mirror back. But I could manipulate people, but I won't because I'm a Buddhist and I I, you know, I'm not like that. I'm a good person, but I know I can I can do it if I want to because I can see straight through them and I can see how the, their behaviour is and I can use that to my advantage if I want to. But I I don't do that. But if they come for me, if they want to provoke me in any way then I will mirror back what they are and they won't like it you know they will not like it and I can scare them you know because I've got yeah. you know I told you about that martial arts stuff and that I've got quite a warrior spirit and I may be a woman you know but I've been Danny the ninja well yeah and I've been on the street <laughs> as well you know I'm not I'm yeah, not some I, little I, pussy bitch I, you know? I, 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 know, I know exactly what you mean um but they don't um, know that, you see. They don't. They don't know. And I don't, I don't want to be. I don't want to be that like warrior type person, particularly. Particularly, but unfortunately, in this world, the way it is now, you you have to be. You have to be sometimes. Unfortunately, yeah, um, I agree. But you know, nowadays I just keep out of people's ways. Really, I just, I just, I don't work anymore because there's just always issues if I work with people. Generally, it's very infrequently that I, I'm able to work with normal people. It just, it just doesn't you know, work. It doesn't work. Do you know what? I think a lot of it as well is jealousy. A lot of people. It is jealousy. It is jealousy. Uh, it's so fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, how you know, but we're all different, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, I think now I just I just don't do people really. I mean, I have a couple of friends, you know, which are more acquaintances than friends, you know. I think, um, yeah. Yeah. and my family and and the rest of the world, I'm very reserved about, and I keep myself to myself that way. I don't have to do any of that That's stuff anymore. Yes. You know, I live out in the middle of country and I, you know I just keep away from people because they won't like it if they try to get too close to me and I, I've, I'm just saving them the bother really you know because they won't have you like ever, it. Have you ever seen any of the um, the black cats down there or anything like holding hellhounds? Well do you know what it's funny you should say that I did see the beast of Bobman the beast of Dartmoor rather. Oh have you? Yeah, I did a do couple you know, of months back. Actually, that was weird. Do you know what? Do you know uh, what? What's so strange about them cats? Right. Um. My my daughter's granddad, from my mum's side, he was gamekeeper at Frodsham Mill, up at Northwest. Um. Oh, it's fucking beautiful down there. Um, yeah, I bet. And he used to have me shooting the uh, like bullet bullet gun, shotgun, like. 
used to have room fires a lot. And we used to go um, lamping at night. Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, night sites and lamps and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and there was a, a black... Um, and I'm not sure what the fuck it was because it was quite... It was like, what, big. 150, 150 yards away. It was, it was big, yeah. Yeah. But, but it was a cat. But I'm, I'm from Jamil. Um, there used to be like, uh, you know, like exotic pets and that were so. Well, they I say that they've escaped, they don't they? Yeah, yeah, that's what they say. They say that um, the ones around here came from Chipperfield Circus because um, I think somebody let them go or something. But I, I was walking along the road <laughs> the other Crazy about enough. three months ago, something like that, with my boyfriend. And I'm just at the glance up at the top field, and it's quite a, a quite a long way away. Um, and I see this bloody cow, like legging it across, or sheep, sorry, a sheep legging it across the field, and this this black shadow that was nearly as big as the sheep, like launching at this sheep, and kind of, you know how cats pounce? They put their paws up, don't they? They sort of, yeah. And I saw this, like, do that, which a dog wouldn't do. A dog would go for the hind legs. So it did that, and then all of a sudden, it dragged this fucking creature, whatever it was, a sheep, and you can imagine how heavy that was, dragged it off really quick. You could see it go into the wood, and that was it. That's all I saw, and I'm like, fuck, did you see that? To my boyfriend, and he's like, what, what is that, the beast, the, the, the beast of the beast dog? Of and I said, yeah. And he looks up and he goes, oh, my fucking God, yeah, it was. <laughs> so, yeah. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? Um, yeah, I don't, never really believed it. There's a lot of sightings around here. But the weird thing is, you think, why don't, why aren't there any prints? And why aren't they more often seen than they are? Like, you know? It's like that. I mean, it's like it's Bigfoot, it's, it's Sasquatch. It is. It is a bit like so. Bigfoot. It is. I'm sure. Are they going <sighs> through caves or something, and or portals? Because I mean, on Dartmoor, it's full of full of portals. Absolutely jam packed with portals and ley lines. Absolutely full of it. It's all druid. It's all ancient stuff, you know. Yeah. Hey, there's a lot of creepy shit up here as well. But, yeah, uh, I can imagine the whole of Britain really. Yeah, it's a uh, it's a fascinating fucking country, but it's so fucked up. It is well, now, it is it? now. It is now. But I, you know, it's it, all for a reason. We'll come out the other side. But I mean, it is quite scary. You know, I worry about my kids and that really. But you know, yeah, because we don't know where it's going, but. At the end of the day, all you can do is heal. And I do know from my own journey, you know, having been at the monastery and how I did that with the Eightfold Path was, you know, that's given me, people talk about faith, that gave me faith. And I'm talking about faith in yeah. myself, you know, not, not in this outside God thing. It's faith in myself yeah. that I'm I'm okay, actually. And that's all that matters because if yeah, I know that I'm not. okay then I know that, that nothing too much can really harm me that badly now, especially where I've been, you know, because I've been to the pits of hell, 
it's like that's not going to happen again now you know I've come out of that pit and healed and I've got all these amazing qualities that I can use and you know um yeah yeah it's like it's like how it is now I guess for some people this as it is it could be hell I think hell is a mental it's a mental state hell but it's like we manifest our mental states so you it's both things in a way I think you know it's hell is external and internal and you know if there's enough people wanting hell particularly if they're bloodlines of you know people that practice black magic or whatever ever then they're going to manifest it and certainly that's what's manifesting on the earth at the moment but at the same time within that when I was at the monastery and later on, later on when I stayed at a healing place in Dorset called the Leela Centre, um, I met so many people that were healing. And I can see, even though I don't come into contact with them that much around here, I know that there's a lot of people that are now awakened and a lot of healers and a lot of really good people around. They just spread out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I think, although there's the darkness, there is also a lot of light happening, and a lot of, like I say, that kind of um, duality of now there is there's no fence. You you either heal, get better, and be on the light side, or you go to the dark now. And and I think that's very apparent. I really do. Sorting the wheat from the chaff, as Jesus <laughs> said, you know. Yeah, I think, uh, in my own opinion, I think there's more dark than light. Uh, yeah, but the lights, the light, you put a light in the darkness and you can see that. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, Just yeah, one little yeah, flame that, that, and you'll see I mean. that. It, the whole room might be dark, but one little flame. Yeah, it's just that how do you determine what, what, what's dark and, and what's light? Well, at the end of the day, it's, you know, there's a saying in Hinduism, and that is that, you know, Satan's just doing the work work of God, really. And I love that because it, it's like... It, yes. Because he was a fallen angel. It's like we have to have it and we have to go through was he though? We have to go through the dark nights of the soul, you know? Was he though? Was he a fallen angel? What's a fallen angel? Even. Someone that's gone from light to dark or uh, Yeah, I, I suppose so. I mean it, I am not I don't know an awful lot about the Bible, but yeah, that's what they say. Lucifer was a fallen angel, wasn't he? You know, um yeah, well, what was before Lucifer? That, that's what's even more intriguing to me. Yeah, well, that's, yeah. Well, then you're going back into the, you know, the Egyptians and stuff, aren't you? And, the, you know, the ancient, you know, aliens and stuff like that, even, you know? Yeah. I mean, I don't know how yeah. far that goes back, and I, but I do think that it's related to... I don't think anybody knows, really. Huh? I don't think anybody knows, really. Well, we don't because it's been hidden for thousands. Us. It could be hundreds of thousands, for all we know. 
I mean, how long has the earth been here, really? You know, I mean, that's... Exactly. That's what I mean. We we don't know. How many civilizations have lived here, you know? I don't know. Atlantis, all those things, you know, they're all big questions, aren't they? I love it all. It's just, um, it's all fascinating. It is, but, you know, but we can trace our history as much as we can. And the more we do that, the more we, you know, if you take a man's roots away or a woman's roots away from her, um, you know, you take a person's identity away from them. And if the powers that be are doing that to us, which they do, then they take our power from us, don't they? And they know that and they fucking... You know, that's, that's, that's what they've done. They they know a lot more than they ever let on. The manipulation. They, and they do know that's all this it. magic, you know. Of course they do. But, but it's you proven know, now, the Gateway Project and fucking, you know. Um, so, do, so do we know it. And I think that, that's a problem for them. Well, I think they're probably this at this time of... of call it revelation i think actually it's a sign that they are actually very very scared because they're coming out of themselves and that says to me they're frightened actually so you can look at it how you like but i think it's very positive really but change is always difficult you know something has to die for something to be reborn and i think we're all afraid of that i think we all sense that even normally type people you know they all sense something afoot and none of us really likes change. It's painful to change, isn't yeah, it? To grow. I love you know? that. Yeah. What's What's that? It, it is painful. Yeah, it is. But I think but it's, it's necessary. necessary. It's necessary. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. is, and that's why I say, you know, Satan's works for God because it's like, you know, he's doing. You know, it's I'm, not. It's not removed from God. You know, it's not. It's not removed from God. It's. It's. One and the it's same part maybe. of the process, yeah. One of the same, yeah. yeah. It depends what face you look at, and like I said, I don't really like the terms anyway, those two terms, but for the sake of like metaphor, I use them, you know, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, which face do you want to look at? Because I mean, I, when I think about my ex, and I sometimes I think he was God, and then the next minute I think he was Satan, and then one minute I was a God, and the next minute I was Satan. It's like, well, hang on a minute, what's the reality here? Do you know what I mean? What is the actual reality of me and him? Well, I the point is that I have both those faces within me. And once I know those two faces, well, then something else emerges out of the middle, which is the the middle pillar, you know, the middle way, which is something al- al- alchemistic that is has the qualities of both, but is ne- neither one of them. It's like, you know, you, you, you compare a a butterfly to a caterpillar or a chrysalis yeah a, a caterpillar yeah. it's like when that caterpillar i mean when that butterfly is actually hatches and emerges there's nothing left of that caterpillar what happened to yeah. it well it what happened to it well it's the same with darkness and and you know, once, yeah you, you're that caterpillar yeah. and then all of a sudden you transform into the light and fly but you're nothing like that caterpillar anymore and yet it was necessary to be that caterpillar 
Wat dat is daar. Ah, uh, ah, dit ga ik even maar nog op die chips en vegetarian. Oh. Well, I'm full of stuff like that. Like I say, I just have stuff, so it's like it just it comes rolling out. It's probably yeah, coming it's... out a bit fast because I'm channeling, you know. But um, yeah, yeah. And that's that's uh, that's how it is. It's like you know, it's and and the world is the same. You can look at a single person that goes through their dark shit and you know and then they transform and become that butterfly but you know there's no difference between yeah. the singular and the mass or the micro and the the what you call it, macro and the micro it's like yeah. that mass darkness will transform into a butterfly too you know it will it's just in between times it's it's a struggle. It's turbulent. You know, it's it's dark and it's oh, yeah. It's those growing pains, isn't it? You got to come out yeah. of that chrysalis and and emerge from it. And you do, you don't just come out of it any old how. It has to be the right time because if you force a butterfly out of its chrysalis, you will damage its wings. So it has it's to not going to evolve, is certain... it? Huh? It's not going to evolve, is it? No, it's it's going to be all distorted and damaged, and so everything's for a reason, and everything is synchronistic and and ready to emerge when it's supposed to emerge. All of it. There's no separation. There's no. Um, what's the word? Um, there's no there's no start and finish A to B. There's no duality. Everything's oneness. Ever, everything is synced in whatever whatever it is and you can't that that will overcome in the end because it, it that is that is how it is it can't possibly be anything else yeah it's so, um, it's great we well in that, if we can be in that mindset a bit then things aren't so bleak it's not so bad you know if we can just get above yeah. the turbulence in, 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 the, in the sky you see it's plain blue up there you know yeah. what I mean it's clear you can I see everything all the buildings below the sun the cloud and it's all one isn't it you know might be um, oh. what bothers you then Lee fucking hell um Everything, I think, um, at the minute, it's just so, um, just everything's just so wrong. Are you scared? Uh, I won't say I'm scared. Because uh, I, I know what fear is, as, as you know. Yeah. But, but um, I, I, I see it as something different. I, I, I don't know. I, I, I welcome, I'll welcome it, me. But I, I don't welcome it in the same. Yeah. You know. that's, that's, yeah, I do. Yeah, I get that. I get what like, you're well, saying. Whatever, you know, so be it. But, um, as long as no, as long as nobody, I'm my daughter. 
that, that's all I'm worried about. Well, I think as parents, that is the one thing that is frightening. I mean, you yeah. know, I, I do worry about my kids. You know, I think how they're going to deal with it. You know, they're equipped to deal with this. Now. Yeah. Um, you know, well, I don't that, want to yeah, leave. To I don't want to leave this planet with my children like half baked. You know what I mean? I don't. No, I want them no, to. Uh, no. I mean, to emerge, you know, and 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 be able to deal with because they've got many years to go. God knows what it's going to be like them when oh, they're my age. Out. I don't know. Oh, it's um, if that if it's even it's a world going to start saying now this, but, right? Well, I, I I would be more immortal just to make sure she's okay. I know, I know that one, Lee. I I do. I she's totally get that. She's, yeah, I she's know. my world. I know. I totally get that. My kids are too, and I, you know, I. Yeah. I'd, I, I, the thought of me dying and needing I'm, them to cope with their lives the way that yeah, it's just a horrible thought. But at the end of the day, I suppose as parents, you know, they grow up and they fly the nest, and you have to allow that. You know, that's part of being a parent, but yeah, it doesn't make it easy yeah. for the parent, does it? Doesn't, it doesn't know, um, and I don't usually speak about shit like this, mate, but. It's it's truth, and uh, yeah. she's happy. Yeah, yeah, of course. You of course. you know what I mean. I totally do. I mean, you know, I lost my children for six years while I was healing. I had to. I just I was in, I was too destroyed to deal with bringing up you know my kids, and it. I mean, that absolutely crucified me, Lee. It just I I can't describe yeah. how that hurts. And I'll never get those six years back that I missed. And because of that, I there, there's a there's a disconnection there that that is heartbreaking for me and heartbreaking for yeah. them. But also yeah. in a in a funny sort of way, it's it's also a bonus because I can't be a parent like other parents are because you know I can't play the sort of human condition game with them because they react to it so I have to I've had to be another way with them which is actually much healthier for them but it's yeah. probably yeah. slower um, and it takes a lot of thought from my side to be able to deal with it at times because if I react in a way that's kind of normal parent conditioning like you know I might be a bit critical or something or you yeah. know, speak speak a bit out of turn or something like that, as we do as humans. The reaction that I get from them will be um, very painful for me, but also it could potentially be quite extreme as well because of the lack of trust because of the six years that I was away. So I have to I have to be very careful, you know, and that's good for me. It's and it's good for them, but it doesn't take away the fact that that's there you know it, it might not but i mean i look at it like this right you say six years right i've had like six months twice in in, in my life away from when i've not had any access to um my daughter um and and that Horrible. has been fucking crucifying. 
yeah crucifying yeah. absolutely so you can imagine yeah. what six years was like can't you oh um i couldn't actually and then the shit that i went Thanks through you know that when i yeah. when i did actually come back the weirdest thing was that the moment I decided to get in contact, it was just out of the blue because I wasn't really sure how I was going to do it. And I thought, hang on a minute, I could just contact my sister on Facebook because I didn't really know about Facebook at the time. Um, and I thought, oh, I can contact my daughter on Facebook as well and I'll be safe because I was worried about their dad, you know. I mean, it absolutely terrified me. That's why I didn't go back. Um, and uh, anyway, I contacted them on facebook and just within to talk about perfect synchronicity that i think within two weeks of me and contacting them i found out that their dad was dying and really yeah it was all meant to be that way and i, I kind of knew it anyway i kind of knew that it was going to happen that way but it was just to see that unfold like that was just like wow this is weird like you know yeah yeah, but um, it's just like like with the saying, it's a saying though. It's like you wouldn't want your kids going through that, would you? But you've not really got a choice. What going through what? What the the, the dad going through? Oh God, no, like, no, I, no. I mean, it's hurt them massively. They loved him, you know. Obviously, yeah, they did. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I do see that he had to go in order to let me take place because there was no way after what we'd been through that that energy would have worked then because I'd been away yeah. six years healed I wasn't I'm nothing like that person that I was before I had to tell my sister that like I can't even remember who I was before so I, I can't I can't even relate to who I was so I don't know how I'm going to be with you now yeah. you know so I couldn't imagine like being around him as I am now because I wasn't that person so it just it didn't add up it wouldn't have configured and I kind of knew that and I knew that he would have to die in order for me to be there because it just yeah. couldn't have been it, it, it just wouldn't have the universal energies wouldn't have allowed it to be like that it just couldn't have been so I, I think that's what that, I think that's exactly what it is and so everything yeah what's meant to happen will happen yeah and it did, and it was magic to watch. And within, I think, he had three weeks. I went and saw him. And I just sat there, really, and felt the energy. And I could feel this kind of, it was like I'd drunk four cups of coffee. It was like I could feel the energy coming out, his spirit oh, leaving. It was like that. That's that, it? I mean, he was so ill. He was he was just yellow, totally yellow, um, and he was just bleeding from his pores. It was just, I mean, it was heartbreaking. I mean, you know, I did I did love him in a weird way. You know, I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. And within two weeks after that, he died, and uh, and then. I had all the scapegoating shit with social services, the, the things that they did to me. I mean, they, they crucified me, they did. They treated me like a pariah. They love tried it, to... They love tried it. To, oh, they, they were horrible to me. I mean, that, I think that was... 
utterly traumatic going through that. They wouldn't let me see my kids. Then it was like once a week. Then it was like I couldn't have my kids over. It's like, hang on a minute. I haven't actually done anything wrong. All I've done is go away to get better. And you won't let me see my kids. And it's like, what right have you got to do that? And I, I proved, I showed them my degree. I showed them like all the things that I'd done. I'd been at the monastery, that I'd been in this healing centre for two years and I'd done all these therapies and stuff. But that wasn't good enough. And it's like, you know, I can understand them being wary. Of course they are. They've got to protect the kids. But I proved myself over and over again to them. And they treated me like utter crap. I got accused of being racist because um, my kids had this black social worker. And she couldn't. She was nuts. She was completely nutty. And I tried to speak to her in French because I didn't understand her. I thought she'd perhaps be easier if I spoke French. Maybe she speaks French. (laughs) And she went and told the authorities that I was being racist because I'd spoken a different language. So that they were saying I was racist. So what language did she speak? I don't know. She was from Nigeria. I think she just spoke English accent, but she just had a very thick accent. She was nuts. She was crazy. It wasn't just me that thought so. The woman that I used to work for, she said it. She had some dealing with her. Well, she said the same. Tell you what, I I know about um, social workers because my daughter's mum is head of social workers in a certain area. Yes, and I the shit I've had with restrictions over years. Yeah, just, well, you know uh, what it's like, don't you? I know what it's like, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, they absolutely scapegoat you and target they, you. And, and they, they They use awful control and um, it's just, manipulation, it's pure, it's pure lies. Manipulation is a pure manipulation. That's, that's all it is. And you can't get angry you're because then you're seen as unstable, aren't you? But it's like you're messing with my mind and my my emotions with my kids. If I didn't react, I'd be abnormal. The, the, the thing is, right, the, the, these kind of people, right, they, they use kids as a weapon. Yeah, they and, do, yeah. And, oh, oh. They do. But it's, um, it's, it's heartbreaking to even think that somebody would have that mindset. To, um, they're control freaks and they're different to the police. Kid. They're all the same. They're all masons, they did, probably. Yeah. They're probably masons. They're all backwards, anyway. Um, they all they all use the same manipulations, the same control. It's all the same stuff. The housing, you know, the um, housing societies, the councils, the all the authorities. They're all the same. They all work in the same fashion. And when you've been been on the other side of it, particularly as a traveller, but also as someone that's tried to get the kids back or, you know, whatever it is, if you've been on on the other end of it, even with the police, you know, um, then you, you know the patterns and the manipulations and the lies. And, and you oh. know that they will force you into a situation where they can blame you and scapegoat you so they can lock you up in some way or take your kids from you yes. or... Yeah. Um, be very spiteful. Uh, yeah, um, especially when you, you link like um, social services to police. 
Yeah, yeah, they're all linked up. They all work it's together. It's disturbing. If you work they together, all work they, together. Like they, all, they all, all their stuff. I mean, I worked in addiction for five years, you know, substance misuse. And, yeah. you know, we, we had to work with those people. And they, you know, I, I saw exactly, they had all the information sharing and everything. They all work together. And if they don't like you, they'll set you up. And they'll get rid of you. I mean, I saw that when mm-hmm. I was with my husband. That's precisely mm-hmm. what the police tried to do in the housing people. Mm-hmm. That, and that's and, so, and the social yeah. services and the bloody health visitors and all that. They all do it. As soon as you say, no, I don't want this, they're on your back. Oh, 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 oh yeah. Um, that's why they're known up here as, um, as a sausage-fingered bastards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's what they are. Yeah, they are. And, you know, the one thing that I learned from, you know, I said that, like, with my my husband, it was like he took me out of that matrix and he blew my mind apart. My mind was already blown apart. But, you know, he showed me um, how that all, how the the authoritarian society is that matrix and how if you step out of that too not just with people on a singular level but if you step out of that too he showed he mirrored it all back to me and showed me how that worked and that that is why to this day I know what I do it's through him and like I know that the reason that I was with him was because I needed to learn that lesson and you can look at my situation you can say oh he was a psychopath he was a loony he was a cult but maybe what he did was he took me out of the cult and actually what the cult was was society and the people that live in it that are normal and they'll scapegoat you when you're not like that and the more you step out of it the more you get scapegoated and the more you have to be careful but with the healing you learn to navigate it tell you what you... i love that but that's think, how it yeah, exactly exactly and and that matrix you know it if you if you step out no one likes it like you say that jealousy that you get that stuff you know people they want to pull you back they want to provoke you and get you back in back in the matrix in the place that they understand and if you don't fit in there that that really unhinges some people and it can be dangerous yes very because people can cause yeah. a lot of shit for you if you're not careful. Social services, even just one person living down the street, they can cause a lot of shit for you if they want to. This is uh, it's just so much bitterness. Well, they're unhappy people, you know. They're not. They're conditioned. They're you know manipulated and conditioned, and they're unhappy. They might not know that they're even unhappy. Because they'll hide it all behind money and, you know, a normal lifestyle or whatever. Yes. But deep down, if you, if, you, if you scrape the surface, they're deeply fucked up and deeply unhappy. And when you, yeah. when you come along and you're not like that, it unhinges them. And then they have to, they, they get spiteful. Yeah. It's a problem because they want to yeah. put you right back in where they feel comfortable, comfortable with you. They don't want to feel uncomfortable by you. I said, honestly, right, you, you just don't know how hungry I am. <laughs> I do, I do, because you told me before you, I came you, on. You, you. 
<laughs> you want your fish and chips, don't you? I want my fish and chips, yeah. I'm fucking grunt. Yeah, yeah, I really am. Um, well, do you know what? I haven't said half of what I wanted to say. We'll have to do another episode. I, I, I was just going to say then, um, we've not even touched where we, where we want to touch. No, not, not really. No. Never mind. It's it was good anyway. I enjoyed that one it, because it was more ad libbing. Yeah, um, but we're not finished yet. No, at all. And, and and I like talking to you as well because like you know you're yeah, in that and you've yeah, got gone to always. Um, I always. think we're quite similar in a lot of ways, Lee, as well, aren't we? You know, it sounds yeah. like we've been through similar shit, really. Yeah, um, you won't believe what I'm looking at. I'll, but I will. I'll send you a picture on that. Okay. But uh, before you go, Jenna, let everyone know where they can get all of you. Any questions, especially with like tarot and shit like that. Anything. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have got the Instagram account which people can go to. I'll probably see my Facebook there. But I'm, to be honest, I'm not really bothered. It's it's okay. I've got nothing to hide, really. You know. Um, but my emails um dennydance8 at hotmail.co.uk if anyone wants a tarot reading or even some psychotherapy sessions because you know I do that. Yes. And you know, yeah. I am good at that. Um, or anything else if people just want to ask a quest just a question or anything like that I'm you know I'm willing to like have a conversation or try to help people the best I can you know because I'm good at it and I feel like I I don't get the opportunity to use it and I should I should be doing that you know I really think I should be yeah yeah an amazing person and um, well thank you you know Oh. Comes from a dark place, Lee. A dark, dark hole. Yes, which I know well. <laughs> I, I know you it do, well. yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Been to the hell realms right. numerous occasions. You know, I think I think we're, we're, this is where we are. Yeah. You know, this is where we belong, but um, I can't wait to we'll speak again. Yeah, but, okay. Uh, I will, I'll stop recording now, um, okay. but don't go anywhere, please, please. All right, then. <laughs> <laughs> As we move forward Anytime you come closer to something Your vision should get clearer Am I right? You are a tool in the hidden hand is using you Please don't be delusional The rulers of this world practice confusing you The people and the priests and the imams Have been jammed by government scams Minds systematically programmed Blatant black hatred and racism The way they lace the whole world and nation With traces of Satanism This place is a pagan prison The founding fathers enslaving intentions Were no different than Bush's and Reagan vision 1776 took action This Illuminati took form Spawn from a Colombian faction Let's flip your one dollar bill over And if you want me to expose the true code of deception I will show you We live in a designed wicked system The number 13 is consistent in Masonic symbolism It represents transformation 12 completes the cycle So 13 was rebirth and regeneration The meanings of the symbol are strategically hid On the left side you see a 13 layered pyramid Over that sits the all-seeing eye with the light Shines, a sign of the devil watching over you as
at all times. The words animal get corruptus. Thirteen letters meaning he has favored our undertakings. Will you accept this? Or will you learn the science and ignore them? Under the pyramid, you see Novas, all those are Translated, new order of the world, or the new world order. Authors and satanic fathers of mass slaughter. The eagle that you see on the right sits below 13 stars with a shield that has 13 stripes and an olive branch in its claws with 13 leaps, which is supposed to be in its talent to represent peace. But peace was always on a decrease. His other claw holds 13 arrows of war. To be released, and the letters at the bottom of the pyramid are fixed with the Roman numerals that equal 1776. The United States of America exists in the deep devilish abyss with truth and paganism mixed. Every president that ever lived was foul. They gather at Bohemian Grove where they bow down before the owl. See, the owl is wide from seas to the darkest of night. And there's a small one on the dollar near the one on the top right. It ain't hard to understand this government was never for us. The eagle was based off of the Egyptian hawk Horus. Thirteen colonies who went to wicked sovereignty and made no apology for the obvious idolatry. Subconsciously, we followed the ways of the beast and pay homage to pagan gods when we say days of the week. Like Sunday, they worship the sun. Monday is moon day. Tia, the god of war, was worshipped on Tuesday. Odin, the chief goddess who Wednesday is named for. Thursday is Thursday, god of thunder, the mighty Thor. Friday was named after the Frigga, notice the pattern. Saturday is the Roman god of agriculture, Saturn. Frigga was the goddess of love, the wife of Odin. The polytheistic theology needed to cope. The rituals like trips across the sand as man takes the skull and bones fraternity. The secret handshakes would understand. He receives only 33 degrees. He secretly believes in Lucifer and other deities. Many powerful and rich people are controlled by these. They even hold the soul of several of their favorite MCs. Politicians telling lies, tongues riddled with thorns, and use hand gestures shaped in the form of devil horns. You don't feel the city hall because you don't know what it entails. Same tapers with stem cells and sprays, chemtrails. The so called holidays are hypocrisy. Established to use religious doctrines to commit annual robbery. Christmas split in half as Christ mass. The so called birth of Jesus, where every home has glowing lights cast. Christ the anointed one, mass, the first celebration. But Jesus' birth was kept secret due to the situation. The king initiated a death plot because the Messiah was prophesied to rule, so Jesus' murder was authorized. No one knows the actual date. That's why sometimes you see Xmas. X means unknown, but ignorance affects us. A fraud that was purposely flawed. December 25th, the birthday of the wicked ruler Nimrod. His whole disguise was part of Satan's universal wise. A holy prophet's life being pimped and commercialized. Traditions like lights on trees. Rooted in the Nicene Council in 325 AD. Constantine, these matters were decreed. The concept of a virgin birth was actually conceived and then agreed with graven images in the temple. The fish on your car is called Onus, a Babylonian symbol. It's visibly contradictory, telling your children lies. You need to make them study Santa Claus's sick history. But yet we go wherever Satan leads us. The falsehoods we practice in his name ain't got nothing to do with Jesus. Yeah.